What's up, everybody? Happy football season. Coulter Nuanez, SkylineSportsMT.com, coming to you, I guess, about a week out from opening day for both Montana and Montana State. Uh, we're happy to be back, year nine, covering the Big Sky Conference at Skyline Sports. And this will be year 17 for me. That's crazy. I, I think that means I'm finally old. 36, you know, here we go. So uh, I think it's going to be a fun year. I know college football at large is just cratering, evolving, whatever you want to call it, in a decent spot, at least for right now, in the Big Sky Conference. And uh, I think Montana, Montana State have to capitalize on this time. What a better time to make runs at national championships before maybe this level of football or a playoff system in general that's available for teams at this level. I don't know. We'll see how it all falls, uh, how all the chips may fall, but wild times, but I think this Big Sky football season is going to be great. So we're rolling out this series of podcasts, some of the best in the business uh, in covering uh, both Montana and Montana State. So uh, we talked to our old buddy Kyle Sample, longtime contributor at Skyline Sports. Went through just some of the ins and outs of the uh, DUI cases at Montana State. How do you report on those cases, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, now we're going to just have various people that cover uh, these teams sort of on the beat, right? So t- today, this one, this Big Sky Breakdown, will be joined by Ashley Washburn. She's been at uh, KBZK there in Bozeman for the last couple years. Was on the sidelines last year uh, during the MTN broadcast. And uh, unfortunately, she's done a great job covering the Cats. Uh, What a time to be able to cover them, too, right? I mean, first job out of college, gets to come in and cover uh, one of the great three-year spans in in Montana State history. So uh, good timing by her, for sure. Uh, But she's on on her way out. Uh, By the time you listen to this, we'll have already probably started her new job in Milwaukee. But appreciate her giving some perspective and uh, just taking us through her experience these last couple years. Uh, with a front row seat to uh, a lot of a lot of wins for Montana State. Big Sky Breakdown proudly presented by Blackfoot Communications. Blackfoot, the proud presenter of the uh, Skyline Sports newsletter as well. So uh, if you're getting that newsletter, appreciate it. Uh, if you'd like to, you certainly can. All you have to do is just enter your uh, name and email address on our website, and uh, we appreciate it. Uh, great way to get caught up on Skyline Sports a couple times a week. So appreciate Blackfoot for helping us implement that. It's also presented... The Big Sky Breakdown is by Opportunity Bank, your local bank, your opportunity. Visit opportunitybank.com to find out more about how Opportunity Bank can help you. And uh, the travel is about to begin. We are rolling uh, both to Missoula and Bozeman. I'll be in both places next Saturday for the opening weekend. And uh, won't be able to do it without Town Pump. I can already tell you the exact Town Pumps I'm going to stop at. going to stop at Mullen Station on Friday sometime. Get filled up there. Then I'll stop in Butte either on the way to or from Bozeman. And boom, there you go. Actually, the rocker exit, technically there. Uh, one of the best town pumps in Montana. When you drive like uh, as much as we do, you got to know where they're at. Appreciate Town Pump for keeping us fueled up uh, all football season long. Uh, without further ado, kicking off our, our Big Sky Breakdown featuring various members of the media that cover the Big Sky Conference at large. Ashley Washburn, KBZK, joining us. Uh, here on the Big Sky Breakdown, SkylineSportsMT.com. Join Town Pump's Pump It Up Rewards Plus program and never pay full price for fuel again. Save five cents on every gallon every day at any Town Pump across Montana. Plus, earn and redeem points on your favorite in-store items and get free stuff with our clubs. Stop 
in and pick up a rewards card. Download the Pump It Up Rewards Plus app today. Or visit townpump.com slash rewards to register and start saving. BCI Breakdown, our series, I don't want to say beat writers, because a lot of the people that are joining us, they cover various Big Sky Conference uh, teams across the whole league in a variety of different mediums. This day and age in journalism, you basically have to be a, a multimedia journalist. So uh, a lot of these people wear a lot of hats. But we used to do this beat writer series just with the guys in the, at the newspaper. Uh, but now there's so many great people covering the Big Sky, especially in Montana, uh, they work in a variety of different mediums, and I think that the TV crews right now, especially both in Bozeman and Missoula, uh, are very strong. So I wanted to sort of extend it because there's a lot of people that cover Montana, Montana State football, and a lot of different opinions out there, a lot of different insights out there. So uh, that's why we're doing this. So this is the uh, the first out-of-house one that we've recorded. Uh, we had one of these with Tom Stuber and one of these with Andrew Houghton, but we're now joined by Ashley Washburn. She's worked there at KBZK Television uh, in Bozeman for the last couple years, uh, part of the MT. MTN Network, you'll recognize her as the sideline reporter there uh, for Bobcat football games on MTN. And uh, I wanted to invite Ashley on anyways, but she's leaving us. So uh, we got we got her uh, an exclusive before uh, she leaves Montana. But Ashley, thanks so much for being here. We appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me. I mean, when I tell you, it took a lot for me to leave right before football season because I think when you look at Montana, Montana State, it's going to be such a special fall for Big Sky football in general. And I had turned down a couple offers before, but I guess, you know, this is going to be the first place I'm really telling it out in public, but I'm headed to Milwaukee to cover, you know, professional sports kind of at the highest level, which has always been a dream, but I'm so excited to just be on here and be able to talk about Montana State specifically because, like I said, there's a lot of good storylines, and I think, you know, they have the making for a really storybook season. Well, this will be, I think – well, it'll be your nine at Skyline Sports for us covering the Cats, but it'll be your 11 for me covering the Cats. And I've covered a lot of good teams, but I got to say, you really lucked out with the time you've been here uh, in Bozeman because yeah, uh, this has agree. been certainly the, the greatest run in, in terms of consistent winning uh, in my time covering Montana State. They had those three straight Big Sky titles uh, to start out the decade, but these last several years, I mean, they've been one of the best teams in the country. So uh, you got to be pretty for you got to feel pretty fortunate, right? To, you've covered so much winning, not just in, in football, but a across the board there uh, in Bozeman these last couple of years. Well, I was just going to tap on that. I know we're supposed to be talking about football today, but when I look back at everything I've been able to do with Montana State my three years here, I mean, these are opportunities people don't get in a lifetime. I mean, back-to-back March Madness, uh, Madness trips, which one of them was in my hometown, which was awesome. Uh, a trip to the national championship. You have, you know, amazing runners like Duncan Hamilton, just some of the amazing coaching hires we've been able to see from volleyball to obviously football. I mean, it is an insane. I tell Leon Costello this all the time, like what you guys are doing with Montana state athletics puts you guys in such a different position, one across the FCS, but just in smaller, like mid-major schools, if you were looking at a basketball perspective. And so, Hey, I've been lucky and I'm hoping I can continue that luck uh, going to Milwaukee next. That's for sure. Blackfoot Communications is excited to announce new voice services for small businesses. Paired with our internet services, business Wi-Fi, and technical support, your business can stay connected to your employees, customers, and communities around the clock. Sign up for services in less than two minutes at goblackfoot.com slash more than voice. Connect to more with Blackfoot Communications. Blackfoot Communications is the official digital sponsor of Bobcat Sports and Grizzly Athletics.
Big Sky Breakdown presented in part by Blackfoot Communications. Blackfoot Communications, installing fiber all over Montana. If you want to see if your home or small business has access to fiber, just visit goblackfoot.com. Ashley Washburn joining us here uh, on the Big Sky Breakdown. Uh, we got to ask you, you mentioned your hometown, San Diego. That was fun going there and, and checking out the San Diego State campus a couple of years ago uh, when the Cats played down there for March Madness uh, in men's hoops. But I got to ask you, San Diego State has been sort of one of the the pawns, the centerpieces of all this college football realignment. First they tried to divorce the Mountain West, and then all of a sudden they're back in the Mountain West, and then all of a sudden the Pac-12 falls apart. Uh, as an SDSU alum, what have you thought of all of this? Uh, well, I will say, we'll just say it's the best thing that never worked with them heading right. to the Pac-12. <laughs> I'm glad they didn't. I know it was, you know, chaos with the Mountain West saying, you know, you still, like, you, you don't have a spot in the Mountain West, but then thankfully they were able to get back into it. I mean, it's just crazy. I do think you look at the Mountain West, you look at San Diego State specifically, they've had a really strong showing when it comes to football. They've got the new stadium, which I think just puts you at another level in the Mountain West. But then you take a look at their basketball team, made it all the way down uh, to the NCAA championship, which also just puts you in a different league of your own. And if I'm correct me if I'm wrong to all the big college basketball fans, because they even made it that far. I mean, the Mountain West, like each school is getting over a million dollars for their athletic program, which is just insane that you know the entire mountain west is getting that not just san diego state and so i get why they wanted to leave but i'm really glad that it maybe didn't work out in that moment considering we've pretty much just watched the pac-12 you know dissipate i mean again there's what two to four teams left and i don't know how much longer those teams are going to even be in the conference uh going forward so (laughs) from a san diego state perspective i'm glad it didn't work out but i don't think that means things aren't still going to change because college athletics college football i mean it is just so different than where it was at years ago and you know between nil media deals i mean college football is way different than what it was back in the day it's absolutely uh, changing at such a rapid pace. It's hard to sort of wrap our minds around. But for the here and now, uh, Montana Montana State getting prepared for the seasons. And uh, Bobcats, I, I was there on media day, but I haven't actually got a chance to see uh, any of the action since then. Uh, what have your impressions been? I, I know you only get to watch a little bit of practice these days, but still you're around the guys. What do you think of just the vibe around the team? You know, I think, who was I talking to? I can't even remember at the beginning of the season. And it was somebody on the defensive line. And, you know, it's a senior that's been with this program from, you know, the beginning under Jeff Cho to taking over, you know, a new reign with Brent Vegan and making for the trip to the national championship. And he just kind of plainly simple says, like, the feeling of fall camp this year is different than anything he's ever experienced. I mean, you know, these guys are having fun out there. We just saw the FCS. Uh, social media team out there, you know, having fun with these guys, but like they're having fun because they're feeling so comfortable with one another. I mean, the chemistry is something I haven't even seen, especially with a lot of the new guys, but you have to take a look at the people that you lost. I mean, there were a couple of big names that, you know, Montana state lost on offense and defense last year, but you still have so much consistency where really it's, you're not having to fill the gaps as much. It's just trying to get bigger. So I think the biggest takeaway is just the chemistry is there There's comfortability because you have, you know, pretty much the entire same offense minus give or take a few people that you're missing. But again, some of the additions, whether they were a transfer or incoming freshmen that will probably be in the mix very early. I mean, it's just kind of impressive to see what we've been allowed to see. I mean, don't get me wrong. Bill Lamberty only lets us be there for about 30 minutes out of the day, which they're not running many routes or plays or anything it's a lot of just warm-ups but it's it's and I'll even say this is different than the three years that I've been here I mean this 
is a pretty special group. It seems to me, and this is just from my immediate impressions, but also just talking to these guys on the phone pretty much every day the last several weeks too, that they know how good they are, but they also know where they've fallen short the last several years. And I think that they have a lot of confidence in the fact that they shored up most, if not all, of the reasons they fell short the last couple of years. So I agree. I mean, I, you, you can just, I, I can just feel the confidence just coming out of the phone with these guys, let alone, I'm sure, just being around them in person. Absolutely. And I think one of those guys that I've found to really enjoy, which is funny because Julius Davis is Hills from Wisconsin. And I actually got to talk to him about me moving out there. And he was giving me a gist of Badger football this next year and telling me guys I should look out for. But that's a guy who has come in. And I know that he had a really candid conversation with you. And I got to listen to some of that, which I thought was so fun. Um, that's just another guy, you know, coming in and adding to a running back room that, you know, is losing a couple people. I mean, the biggest one, Isaiah Fonse. But again, he didn't really even play last year. And then Kagan Williams, of course. But I look at that running back room and I mean, it's like, how do you not get excited looking at some of the guys who have been there? I know that this year it's more of a running back by committee and you people could probably say last year, they kind of did the same thing, but I think it was not by intention that they had to be a running back by committee. I mean, it was just the fact when you're down four running backs by week two and you're kind of having to mosey through different guys and try different things. But I mean, that entire offense, from offensive line to running backs to quarterbacks, obviously, uh, to fullbacks, tight ends, I mean, it is just stacked from head to toe. The other one I wanted to ask you about, because Stuber, Stuber's funny. He gets stuck on some stuff. I love when he does, but he's stuck <laughs> on that he thinks that Tommy Millad is really different just in personality this year. Uh, and, you know, he's a dad, so Tom's certainly observed this kind of stuff firsthand, but he, he's just steadfast. This guy's grown up a lot. You can just tell by the way he's carried himself. What do you think? I, I mean, have you seen some growth there in Tommy Millad? Yeah, I mean, he's definitely not the guy that we saw in his freshman year that kind of just came in and took over the program. I think he's definitely stepped into the shoes of knowing, you know, what this kind of the weight that he holds with this team. I mean, he is kind of the, I'm sure you wa or read that article about, you know, Tommy Mallott being on this freak athlete list. And some of the stuff that House Wright said kind of explaining him of, you know, every daughter or every mom wants their daughter to date him. You know, every wife wants their husband to be like, I mean, it was just kind of a funny, like Tommy Malai is a guy that is so good on and off the field. He's, you know, a friend, he's an athlete. I mean, he's involved in the community, but I think the biggest change that I've seen is just the confidence. I think he's always been confident in his game. And that was apparent, apparent from the first time he stepped on the field, whether it was, you know, a couple of those plays where he lined up, once or twice um, as a quarterback with Matt McKay and different things like that. But now you kind of see him actually like lead the team. It's like the leadership side. He knows that this is his team. He knows that there's guys look at him, but also I just, I see him having fun. Again, I go back to some of the stuff that you've seen with uh, the FCS, the content that they just put out. And I mean, I feel like we're seeing a funny side that maybe we haven't seen because he's so reserved or he's been reserved. But now I think he's just kind of, that opened up his shell and I you know it's something that we'll probably see on a football field as well of just him really breaking out of his shell and feeling so comfortable from A to Z it is fascinating to watch I always knew he had this upside but I mean that's one of the stories where I'm working on three big fall features for Skyline Sports uh, right I guess fall camp type features one of them is about the double rep system that the Bobcats are running me this is just me teasing our content right now <laughs> one of them is about the double <laughs> rep system that Montana State runs 
Uh, and one of them's about that this class of guys that are now juniors that all played a bunch as freshmen and sophomores, like Brody Greeby and Sebastian Valdez, and, and of course Tommy Malat. And how, the, like you were saying, that now they are older. Now they really do have more just sort of comfort in being leaders, d- just the, from the experience and and you know being uh, older guys. So I think that really does help. Uh, the last thing I want to ask you about, just in terms of this team, and then we'll get into some some uh, fun memories and things as well. Um, you mentioned Julius Davis. It seems to me like the way that the, there's so many different ways you can manage the transfer dynamic right now in, in college football. The Cats, though, seem to have a pretty a tried and true formula. They want to address positions of need, certainly, and they did that with both running back and wide receiver this this last offseason. And two, though, they, it seems like they want the guys that they're bringing in their number one priority to be winning and that's what they all talk about uh so what have you thought of just the way that they, they have sort of added extra pieces i know you talked to junior alexander the other day uh, we've talked to ty mccullough a little bit julius davis all these transfers they're bringing in they seem like uh very similar to the guys that are already on the team oh no doubt about it and i think it just goes back to vegan in his you know he's heading in his third season with montana state the biggest thing i feel like i've seen is they preach culture. And you, every, you know, every coach will say that, every player say it starts with culture. But this is a case of actually being able to see how culture is playing out within this program. And a lot of these guys come in, and if we're talking about Julius Davis, just because that's a guy that I was able to talk to, kind of one-on-one about a week and a half ago. I mean, he said, he, yeah, he wanted to come to a place that is, you know, national championship caliber. But again, like guys that want to get nitty-gritty and compete and – uh, it's not the big names. I mean, don't get me wrong. There are big names on this football program, but I mean, these are guys that just want to play football. It's, there's so many different aspects when it comes to college football these days between locking down deals with your local car, like, you know, car dealerships and, you know, all these big time things. But like, if you look at Montana state, and I think that that's one of the best things about the FCS or just Montana and Montana state specifically is like, these guys want to just play football. And a lot of these guys that are transferring in, just want to play football. And I think of, you know, Cleveland Thomas obviously coming back for, I want to say it's his like seventh year of football, which is crazy to think that guys can play football that long these days, but it, you know, it helps when you had a COVID year and injuries and different things like that. But I mean, that was the whole reason why he said he was coming back is one, he sees how special this team is going to be. And he obviously transferred from a big time conference, but two, just wants to play football. I mean, these are guys that come in, put in the work every day and, it's hard to not want to put in the same work when the guy next to you is also putting in the 110%. So I think that's just the biggest takeaway. All these guys want to come in and all these guys are coming in from some pretty big programs. Obviously, you know, you've got Tyler McCullough um, and Lignata and all these different, and they're coming from Pac-12 programs, SEC programs, Mountain West programs. Uh, but these are guys that just want to play football. And I think that's, you know, the biggest things. And these guys are buying into the culture that Montana State has really built in the last three years. There's a lot of things that make Montana great, from the mountains and lakes to some of the finest towns in the West. But what really makes this place special is you. Our communities are full of people who are working hard to build good lives and remarkable things. At Opportunity Bank, our passion is helping folks do just that. Together, we can make a good thing even better. Opportunity Bank of Montana. Stop by and see us or visit us online. Member FDIC. 
Big Share Breakdown presented by Opportunity Bank. Opportunity Bank, your local bank, your opportunity. Ashu Washburn, MTN Sports, joining us from KBZK over there uh, in Bozeman, at least for a little while longer. She's on her way uh, to Wisconsin, <laughs> going to work there in Milwaukee, so congratulations to her. Uh, but a couple more Thank things you. to catch up with you on. I guess one last thing about the contemporary Cats, Ashley. I, I do think this team is well-deserving of a, a number three preseason national ranking and uh, you know consensus pick. Uh, as the preseason favorites in the Big Sky Conference, uh, yet I, they're, they're, they've gotten it handed to them in the playoffs in their you know the game that ended their season the last three years that they've been in the, the semifinals, and and also no team is perfect. I do think this team has exceptional depth and talent and the right attitude, but if there was anything that could be a pitfall for these guys, I mean, wh- what could be the thing that, that gets in Montana State's way? Do you have any concerns about the, the roster or, or any other uh, factor that might go into their, their success? I think the only crazy part that sticks out immediately is just how tough their road schedule is when you look at that, you know, all the away games that they're playing, starting obviously with that game at South Dakota State. I mean, it's so weird when you have this playoff system within the FCS. And of course it comes down to kind of what your record is, which again, I don't think that always plays into play because we kind of saw what happened with the playoffs last year, but just that road schedule is insane to, you know, go to Sacramento state to go to Idaho to obviously go to Missoula this year and then go to Brookings. I mean, it is a road warrior schedule. And I think that that's why we always, here, at least we've heard, you know, the beginning of this fall season is how much Sean Heron is not only preaching growing physically, but growing mentally. And they've done so many mental aspects to kind of get their mind right, because it's not going to be easy when you're going back to back at potentially top 10 schools within your conference, but you're not doing it in your hometown. And we all know the, you know, the weight that Bobcat Stadium holds. It's hard for teams to come in here and play just because of the camaraderie between fans, I mean, it is just one of the most insane environments, but they don't have that on their side on some of these road games this year, if not all of them. So I think that that's the only thing, if they can get through this road schedule and conference play and come out victorious, then I don't think that there's anything holding them back from a national championship. But again, it all starts, in my opinion, with that South Dakota State game, and I know that that game's already sold out. Uh, because I think that that game is going to be fun to watch when it's not negative 20 degrees outside. There's not icy turf conditions that you have to worry about. I mean, it's week two, so you have fresh guys, you hope. Um, and so, again, I, that game could be a prelude of what that national championship game is come January. All right, so now let's talk just about some, some fun memories. Okay, so you're, you're, you're going to Milwaukee, so – Hypothetical, you're 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 going out for the first time. You're you're hanging out with people that like sports. They're asking you, "Oh, what was it like in Bozeman?" Uh, you know, give me some stories from the the teams you discovered. What's the first story you're telling? Like, what's the first like ridiculous or or funny or fun or or great memory that you're going to tell somebody when they ask you about it in Wisconsin? Well, it's you know the biggest takeaway is that I don't think a lot of people knew. I won't say people didn't know about Montana or Montana State, but every time you talk about Montana or Montana State, they always start with Oh yeah, that that's uh, there was college game day there, right? Which right. of course that's you know first one right out of the gate is the like yeah, and you know people talk about how it was one of the best college game days, but it's, I think because a lot of people don't know the history surrounding that. But I think the biggest part college game day was great, but it, I had such a different perspective on it because I didn't actually really even get to enjoy it because we were getting ready for 
the actual Cat Grizz game broadcast because we had such an early call time at Bobcat Stadium. So I got to watch it from the distance. But I always look back to that semifinal win over South Dakota State when, you know, everyone ran onto the field. They're going to the national championship for the first time in decades. Uh, one of the most surreal experiences. But I also think Cat Grizz 2022 was the best. And I always look back to that interview that I did with Justice Perkins because – you know, it's one of those offensive lines where they were underrated and now they're, you know, one of the best offensive lines that they're considering in the SCS. I mean, there was just so much emotion in that interview, but it just kind of went to go to show, like, Montana State has, I felt, like, looked bet like, hasn't maybe had the best rankings in the last couple of years. People don't really know where they're at, but, like, now they're heading into this season as a potential national championship contender. Um, but I think Cat Grizz 2022 and definitely that semifinal semifinal win over South Dakota State are two games that I just I'll show them photos of how packed that stadium was you have the snow-capped Britters in the background I mean it is one of the best and I will say Missoula has also a fantastic setting when it comes to college football I mean there's no in my opinion there's no better place to, to play some football games outside that's for sure. When he got to be on the call all season long uh, the last couple of years with our guy, one of my best friends, one of our great contributors, Ty Gregorak, <laughs> uh, our lead analyst here at uh, the Big Sky Breakdown, and also the color commentator on all the MTN calls. Uh, great knowledge when it comes to football, but also just one of the most entertaining people you will just ever meet. I just love Ty so much every time he comes on. Give us your favorite Coach Ty call or your, or your favorite just Coach Ty moment because he's just uh, he's full of them. I can't remember what game it was. I think it was Montana State versus Northern Colorado at home and I think it was Willie Patterson might have ran a slant route or something but ran it in for a touchdown like 20 yards or something like that and Ben's calling the you know calling the play and then after Ty's just kind of like yeah I'm gonna add here something you know it's like basically saying like this is the best time to use it Ben so this is what I'm gonna say champion whammy I mean all of his anchorman like (laughs) things I mean that was probably one of every time I they, my mic is never on unless I ask our producer down on the field to turn me on. But, like, I am laughing to myself every time I hear some sort of Anchorman reference. Um, but then also, I don't – correct me if I'm wrong, but he also is kind of the one that taglined Derek Snell as the Alaskan. That's captain. right. I mean, that is – like, that's what I'll always be known as. And I love that, you know, Montana State has picked up on it. It's a public thing. Uh, but you said it best. Ty Gregorak is – so knowledgeable when it comes to football, obviously had an amazing career as a coach, but it's great to have him up in the booth because he also, again, is one of the biggest personalities. So when you add the two together, it makes for good football when you're watching it at home. Um, And, you know, you want to be able to laugh and chuckle when a great game is also going on at the same time. So I know when I had to break it to both Ty and Ben that I wasn't going to join him again, it was uh, definitely a really sad thing, but now I actually get to enjoy it as a fan watching at home because there's no doubt I'm going to miss these Montana State games, that's for sure. So now I just get to have a different angle of it when I hear him up in the booth. <laughs> well, you got to love it. Uh, so much fun. Uh, last thing for you, what will you miss about Montana the most? Uh, I've got to say the people. And I know that's like such a cliche thing to say, but when I came here – and. I, like when I came here three years ago, I came to Montana sight unseen. It was during COVID. So there was no opportunity to come really visit before I moved out here. Um, but all I knew was kind of when I interviewed with KVZK, it felt right. I 
liked the people that I was working with that I could tell from. But the community is just so different. And I think, honestly, Montana is like the best place I could have gone to get me ready for Milwaukee because growing up in a sports town like San Diego, I'm not going to say sports fans down there are as diehard. Um, and that's, it doesn't help when the Chargers left town. But it's such a melting pot of people that a lot of people that come live there in the military. Um, and so they're coming in as different sports fans anyways. But when you come to a place like Montana, I mean, you – eat, breathe, sleep, either Bobcat football or Grizz football. I mean, I have never met more loyal fans, and I'm, I know I'm going to come across a lot of them in Wisconsin between the Packers and the Bucks and the Brewers, but these people truly care about their football. They care about the athletes. Um, I loved getting to do that final drive series, and I wish I could have done it this fall again because I think that there's such a special senior class with this Montana State program that I would have loved to highlight kind of their off-the-field endeavors. But, I mean, Montana State just brings in some of the best people. I obviously bring in great athletes, but some of the best people um, and just the community. I mean, uh, thankfully, I think I've cried enough that I'm not going to get emotional on this call. But just the Montana has been so good to me. And this it's definitely not a goodbye. I'll see you later. And I hope that you know, I'm going to get to a point in my career where I can have a second home or I can camp out somewhere and it'll 100% be in Montana. That's, there's no doubt about that. So it's not a goodbye just to see you later. Well, I love it. And uh, Montana is a very special place. You did a great job uh, during your time here. So we, uh, we really appreciate it and uh, we'll be following along. I, I have just a simple question, though. Are those the, the last drives that you did, the final drives that you did, those great feature stories over the last couple of years, can you find those archived anywhere? And if so, tell people how, because I, I really enjoyed watching those the last couple of years. Yeah, they, they're all on montanasports.com, and I kind of made sure every one that was posted, it always started with, like, the final drive, colon, and then the athlete's name. Right. Um, so they're on there. They are on my Twitter, and I think I have all of them pin marked at the top. I think uh, they probably won't be pinned uh, in the next week or so just because I'm going to have to start pinning some Packers-related content. Uh, but they're definitely all in Montana sports and they're on my Twitter, but I know I tweet a lot. So it's going to be a lot if you have to scroll through all of my media, but I'm hoping that, you know, it was such a special thing to start with Montana state, but the goal is to do something with, uh, with that with Wisconsin going forward. So we'll kind of see how that shapes up. It won't be this fall. It'd be next, but you know, Montana State was one of the best places to start it. And I was very thankful for all the athletes that were so vulnerable with me. I know at the beginning, there was a lot of, I think RJ Fitzgerald was kind of the first guy that was like, you know, what is this? We've never done interviews like this. Normally it's like a media scrum and a little log mic. And these guys would come and it's like a three camera setup. We've got drone shots and, you know, these huge cameras. And by the end of it, there were guys being like, when is it my turn? When is it my turn? So, you know, it was, only made special because of how much the athletes were willing to be open with me and they were excited about doing these interviews. So again, just a testament to how amazing Montana state is and just the community is as well. Cause I think it only really took off because there were people in the community that were really interested in learning in the stories of these guys off the field. Well, great job by you. We really loved following along. We'll keep up with you on the social medias, and best of luck. I wish that we could just do this throughout the whole season every, a couple times a month, but uh, best of luck with everything, and thanks for being here today. Awesome. Thank you so much, Coulter. I appreciate it. 
for unquestionably committed coverage of Montana, Montana State, and Big Sky Conference athletics from a homegrown local source, you can count on Skyline Sports. The grassroots news-gathering organization is owned and operated by Coulter and Brooks Nuanas, a pair of Missoula natives and University of Montana graduates. For the best sports journalism in the state, you can choose to buy local when you choose to buy Skyline Sports. For $8 a month or $90 a year, you can get the best coverage available at SkylineSportsMT.com. Skyline Sports, every day, every season. 